Hello boys and girls and welcome to Fireside, a weekly podcast where I chat with my friends about what we've been playing and doing this week. And with Dan not here, I can do the intro without a fuck up. Hey guys, and welcome to Fireside. I've already said that, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I fucked up the... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can cut all of this middle bit. Yeah, I do cut it out, yeah. Awesome. Welcome to Fireside. Uh, I'm joined this week by Danny and Amelia. Hello. Hello. How are you going? Good. Yeah, good. Because nice relaxed. Be- yes, I'm... Well, yeah, I'm not at work, so yes. Yeah, well, I didn't come to the office to do this. I try not to do it. Danny, how are you? I'm great. I just opened up, what is it, 36 booster packs of Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy trading card game. Oh, so yeah. I'm feeling great. Can't wait until we get the uh, core set so we can actually play the game. Oh, yeah. Actual side effects, yeah. Actually know the rules and whatnot. Yeah. Could become in handy, but the cards are so pretty. <laughs> nice, nice hard plastic back. That, anyway, um, we'll save that for the That's Final a Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. We'll need another Ooh. special just to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. um, on this episode, we're going to talk about Pokemon Sun and Moon, Tyranny and Monstrous. But before we do, yeah, I'll give these to you to do the uh, do the honors. The beer of the week is Urban Crusades Double Hocked. Double hopped lager. Let me just get. Sounds really Double intimidating. Hopped. Double hopped. Like, what does that even mean? <clears throat> An Australian lager brewed at ultra high gravity. Hopped, <laughs> hopped with ultra a combination of super pride and US nugget for bitterness. US in nugget? Ke- yep, in the kettle. And then again in a whirlpool. With German pearl hops for a herbal, spicy aroma. Oh, that's gotta be bullshit. I don't know about herbal. It smells nice. It smells like beer. At least they're having a go at the whole, you know, <laughs> nice. blurb culture of writing sort of. Well, they've got nothing on the bottom stuff. other than this giant rat and a cat and a washing line. There's a there's a strong narrative going on here. Look, the the rats are imposing. The cat's on a lead, but the rats aren't. I don't I don't know. And the, the cat's smaller than the rats. That's that's a whole narrative right there. Better than a bottle yeah. of clean skin wine where it just says, like, flav- flavor of berries. <laughs> like, it doesn't even say one yeah, berry. Yeah, that's the bottom of the barrel. Berries. It may contain berries. <laughs> so, so th- this episode, we've gone up scam. We've taken the bottles out of the plastic bags. So <laughs> classy, classy. <laughs> All right. So, what's our first game? Pokemon Sun and Moon. I'm so ready. A yet another Pokemon game. Yes. <laughs> but not it, just yet another Pokemon game. It's just it another is, Pokemon. It isn't. It's quite different from the others because this is the first Pokemon game that is diverting from the gym format of progression. Oh, what? Yeah. No gym. Oh, people know oh, what You guys to do. don't actually know about this. This is awesome. No, <laughs> so, I, I, I um, gave up on playing Pokemon many years ago because okay. I played the first one, Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I came back in for X and Y. Yep. I went, wow, it's a same you came back in game. For, for X and Y? Yeah. Damn, that's a... It's like 10 years. That's a skip. Sorry, um, I had a couple of goes in, in between somewhere, but yeah. I was more a Final Fantasy Legends yeah. person. So, <laughs> so yeah. 
um, I came back in at black and white and then I didn't come in again until now. So I've skipped a few generations as well. But the reason that I was motivated to buy Pokemon Moon is specifically because they've gone for this new format and they have a whole bunch of new mechanics. Um, the animation is now way more beautiful than any previous <laughs> Pokemon game. Like you're actually to scale animated, which is really cool. Wow. Um, what do you so, mean to scale animated? Like everything's in scale. Like you are a normal sized looking human and furniture is the right size. And because oh, black and white. It was in the last one, wasn't it? What was the um, last one? I didn't play the last y, one. X? X and Y. Um, and there was there was another one between that. But when I played black and white, it was kind of like some stuff was to scale and some stuff was like chibi style and it was also oh, in between. Okay. Oh, that's a bit sort of JRPG. Yeah, so know. this is like, anyway, it's nicely animated. It takes place in the Alola region, which is basically Hawaii. There are, um, <laughs> oh, no. Because like Japanese Aloha, people love Hawaii. Oh, I don't know they're why, obsessed with it. Yeah. But yeah, so... It takes place there, and they make a lot of kind of allusions to the other Pokemon games. So they're like, you have just moved here from the Kanto region, which is like, you know, the mainland of the Pokemon games. And even Japan. Yeah. It's just the Kanto. It, it just is called that. I was like, what's the equivalent? Oh, yeah, it is I just called that. Kanto. Um, it so... just sounds like you guys are swearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't think of it like that. Ah, not anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, this game has... Features a lot of the old Pokemon, um, but with like weird sun and moon updates to their looks. There's also obviously a whole new bunch of Pokemon. Um, but the main way that you progress is through the island trials instead of the gyms. Um, so the gyms used to be like, you know, you just beat sort of three cronies and then you take on the gym leader. Um, the island trials get you to do all sorts of different things. So there's like mini puzzles and games and problems that you have to solve. And then there'll be a totem Pokemon at the end. And a totem Pokemon is um, a big, specially powered Pokemon who can summon cronies to fight alongside it um, and attack you. So you can sort of do a couple on a couple um, combat. You also have Z crystals, which are special items that you can buy to, or not buy, you obtain them throughout the game and they power up certain move types. Oh, nice. Um, so there's that. There's just like all this different strategy and it, it's way easier to access the strategy in Pokemon now because it just tells you if a move is going to be effective against something or super effective oh, really? or not effective. Yeah. So I can ditch my little spreadsheet that yes. I always had to have to start. <laughs> <laughs> it's a grass type. So yeah. <laughs> It's still useful to know because the first time you encounter a new enemy and you're using like a new Pokemon, you won't know. But as soon as you, if you fought a Pidgey using your Charmander, it will tell you whether oh, or not so it's move sets. Yeah. So everything's just like, so many things are better. Like there's less dialogue at the Pokemon Center. That That's such a tiny thing, but it's so important. You know how it used to Would be like, hey, 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 hey. Now yeah. it's just like one thing of dialogue. And then and maybe that was in the most recent game before this, but there's just so no, many. No, I seem to recall being very annoyed by the amount of, <laughs> like the amount of fluff around menial tasks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, all of yeah. that's gone. And like even the sort of narrative progression of the game, like, They've done things where you don't have to go back to the Pokemon Center every five minutes to heal. So when you're doing the beginning of the game, there's all these points where obviously your starter Pokemon is going to be out of health. Well, you know, somebody who you meet will be like, oh, here, let me heal your Pokemon quickly for you. Oh, so you don't true. have to oh, just okay. yeah. do the stupid, basically the grinding fetching. back and forth. Yeah, the game. Yeah. Oh, have I gone there's, far enough? Uh, yeah. There's also this thing, which is care mechanics for your Pokemon. So you can like pet them. Like if you ever played <laughs> Nintendogs or 
any of those sorts of games. It's like a Tamagotchi minigame, but okay. it has an impact on the game. You can actually cure any status ailment, so Ooh. being confused, paralyzed, that sort of thing, using this care mechanic, and your Pokemon will actually perform better if you like treat them like pets and care about them. Wow, that's pretty clever. It is Force you to continually good. engage with the game a bit. Yes, and they, they're like, mm. it's like they finally realize they can cash in on how cute Pokemon is. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's so damn cute. Kind of reminds me of Pokemon Yellow. You could have a little Pikachu behind you. And it, it had like kind of love points, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And you would have to pet it and feed it potions and whatnot. And My neighbor had Pokemon Yellow, but she had a Japanese version. And Ooh. we couldn't, we were like six, we couldn't read Japanese. Mm. Um, but I had Red. And I was like eternally jealous of her. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Yes. So what do you want to know about Pokemon? So is the combat still the same as before? So it's still turn-based. You've got your four skills and when they evolve or they level up, you have to pick a skill to replace, right? A move. Yeah. So they learn Mm. moves at certain levels and you can choose to replace them. Yeah. So the core, it is still a Pokemon game. So yeah, you still do have the same um core combat system but it just feels so much easier and better to use like all of the ui just is so much more informative Hmm. and it's easier to like there's when you're in the main screen you can just hit y to throw a pokeball instead of going like bag pokeball section just little things like that that make you know it seems like nothing but in the grand scheme of you playing pokemon that's cut out like potentially hours of going through menus (laughs) yeah Yeah, the annoying Um, part of pokemon yes menus yeah exactly so um, yeah, it just sort of cuts all of that out and there's loads more customization. You can choose your outfit, you can get your hair cut, like there's oh, just all yeah, these little things that, that make it too, yeah. more like a JRPG of the future, you know, as opposed to... <laughs> so they yeah. brought it up to like, you know, 10 year old RPGs. Yes, basically. Of, uh, <laughs> but because it's Pokemon, everybody fucking loves that. Like, I'm just keen on the idea of puzzles. That sounds cool for gyms mm. or trials. Or trials, whatever it's Island Trials. Yeah, it's, it's a really nice change. Um, so it's the same sort of format though. You've, I assume you've got eight trials. There's seven. Seven trials seven to trials go through and, and then, then you find out that Team Hawaii have... Team Skull. They're called Team Skull. Ooh, Ooh, they're that's called a Team Skull, for a Pokemon game. but they are hilariously embarrassing. Um, they speak mostly in rhyme, and they try to like <laughs> oh, no. speak gangster, but <laughs> gangster um, like they say things like "Yo, man, that's whack," but just in like the worst like imagine your dad's trying to be gangster sort of thing. <laughs> oh, that's what they're like. Oh no! Um, but it's it's kind of. You know, it's very self-aware, a lot of the humour. There is still some just awful, awful dialogue in this, like, you know, any... Just, just crap translations. Yeah, and all there's that. just this phenom- phenomenon in mm. JRPGs tra- translated into English where there's always this one line where you're like... Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. Mm. Yeah. I was trying to think, what was... Oh, we were talking about that last episode. Yeah. And the dialogue in that is a perfect example yeah. of it's either being poorly translated or they've not got the Japanese yeah. humour and and twisted it's it properly yeah. for the humour. It's a bit of both, huh? Mm, it's I, yeah. awful. I and remember I'll, when I was yeah. really into Bleach, the anime, I watched it in oh, Japanese Bleach. and English. Um, and there's this whole arc of in-joke where there's this famous psychic and uh, in Bleach the main characters can kind of see these ghost monsters and this psychic is like a fraud psychic so they know he's a fraud mm. Um, mm. but they have this joke about him where they do this certain laugh and it goes like ha. and in the Japanese version it's like oh yeah I can see why that's a joke because there's like a bit of a pun and stuff and mm. Makes sense. And then in the English version it just looks like they stop speaking do this weird arm gesture and start saying and you're like oh well they're laughing that must be cool Japanese humour I guess that's funny and it's just 
People still think it's funny, but I guess it just doesn't... Yeah, it's yeah that's anyway. the mob mentality stuff yes, there, right? They're like, the oh, I really thing. like Japanese anime, so this must be funny, must and be therefore funny. I'll think this is awesome, <laughs> even though I don't get it, and I'll just, mm. yeah. Just follow along. But yeah, what I'm most interested about <laughs> Pokemon, I don't know how big the differences are between Sun and Moon, because the plot is, um... The plot's a lot more present in this Pokemon game than Ooh. any other, like... <clears throat> there's basically, there's plot beyond you've got to catch them all and be the best. Like there's this whole sort of side story to do with another character and she has this rare Pokemon and you're not sure. I don't want to say too much about it. I'm not that far into it, but well, it you seems... You probably say loads. It's probably not a spoiler. Anyone who cares about Pokemon <laughs> yeah. is probably... Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. They're probably past me. Yeah. Um, but it, it's kind of interesting. Like it's, it's motivating enough that I want to know what happens in the game mm. as much mm. as I want to, you know, do stuff. Just make Level it to up. the next thing and get 100% of each yeah. Yeah. patch of grass. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's exciting. But my housemate has um, Pokemon Sun, so I'm sure we can compare plot notes as we go through and make sure that it's the same plot. <laughs> well, previously, it's just really been different Pokemon, I think, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. So it's just the rarity exclusive of Pokemon certain Pokemon. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah the exclusive. Gives you a reason to connect and exchange and all that sort buy of stuff. two copies have... for yourself and trade with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they have like way stepped up the connecting that's what that was going to be my well. next question actually yeah. yeah so they have this thing called the festival plaza and it's like Ooh, you know plaza. in nintendo God. land how yeah. you like in the plaza and you're going around all the mini games it sort of reminds me of that mm. or like um street pass the like little street pass plaza it's very much like that i haven't oh, really games. used it very much but um yeah, it's full of mini games and you can like earn festival coins when you street pass people and um, yeah, I haven't cool. used it very much, but it's nice. It's it's nice to have something a little bit different instead of just yeah, connect, fiction. trade. Would you like a battle sort of thing? So. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a battle. <laughs> Usual, yeah. All right. Well, next game is tyranny. Right, so, so tyranny. Up, Danny. Give us some. Does some anyone background. need another beer while we're sitting here? No, yes, I'll, 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 oh, I'm about to finish it. <laughs> um, it's all right. I'm just getting it ready while mm. you're talking. Give give the listeners the background that I know to your love for this this type of game. Yeah, so basically, tyranny is a is an isometric RPG. Um, which is the best type of video which is the, game. Which is the best type of video game. <laughs> so this is what you said the other day on Facebook when you said, I'm off to play an isometric RPG. I assume you're talking about Tyranny. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> nice remembering, yeah. Dave. I mean, I, I often go back to like um, to games like Baldur's Gate and all of that. Yep. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Um, you're saying we're old. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just saying you're old. <laughs> He's right. Anyway, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, so it basically has that sort of Infinity Engine style of, of gaming. It's not Infinity, Infinity Engine. I don't know what it is, actually. It's um, Obsidian. They put together okay. their own engine for it. It's the same engine they use for Pillars, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Pillars same of Eternity. Pillars of Eternity, which um, was on Kickstarter. Yeah, it was on Kickstarter like four years ago or something. Yeah, quite um, a while. But it was really successful. And I was meant to the play game that, was good. And I never it's, ever did. It's very involved. Yeah. It's good. So basically, they made all the tools just to now pump out more cool These games. Awesome, and, isometric yeah, games. And Tyranny is one of them. And if you're a hardcore, you know, RPG kind of fan, it's it's a must play because we're starved for it. These isometric <laughs> RPG players. We honestly just just another one. Yes, please. And uh, it's great that they 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 are keeping that sort of genre alive. Mm. Yeah. So basically, it's you're in this really kind of dark, grim world. Yeah, isn't it like sort of flipped from the normal fantasy? Yeah, like you're... Well, 
evil has won basically yeah, in like this world. Yeah, it's like after the yeah. the hero has failed. Yeah, there's like, no chance yeah. of the hero's winning. Good can't prevail. That sort of thing. Um, and your character is something called a fate binder, and you're basically just like the bad guy's kind of judge, the goon okay. who goes out to just like determine whether or not villages will die. You know what army will go and crush that. You know, um, <laughs> hence it's called tyranny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> Obviously, there's like a lot of dialogue, a lot of text um, dialogue, and a lot of choices that that affect the whole world. They actually have like. I think it's about a five-minute um, sort of introduction to the game where you just choose things that happened during certain parts of the war. Oh, like in the past? Yeah. I love games that do that. Like Absolutely. Firewatch did that, and that was well, you didn't exactly get to choose, but it's so good. Yeah, and so when you start the actual I game... I too. Yeah. See, I'm not a huge fan of that. I was speaking with someone recently. Why uh, not? Well, you know, um, Jason Anarchy, who made... Uh, drinking quest i was talking with him about it which was quite interesting because i made a jrpg hive um, wait is drinking not... quest australian no, no, no he's, he's canadian Canada. oh nice um, and um <clears throat> it was a canadian that was here a couple of weekends ago and we we're playing board games he made drinking quest yeah that's yeah. him holy sh- i told you that before <laughs> he got there is this a non-swearing <laughs> no this is a very swearing we're, oh, okay. This like, is toned down can, compared I to what we usually do. I would have totally just like shook that dude's hand, like, thank you, that was great. Like, I enjoyed if, that. When you asked if it was explicit, and then you said, I would totally have, I had no <laughs> idea where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think it's kind of good you didn't know, because it was, like, not fanny <laughs> this way. Yeah. yeah. You just treated him like a normal guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, we were, talking about, we were talking about RPGs, right? Yeah. And mm. what we loved and what we didn't like. And one thing he loves about. Final Fantasy 2, Final Fantasy 3, Legend of Zelda, um, a whole bunch of others, is you start the game and bang, you're in the action. Mm. Yeah. There's no preamble, there's no Uh, setup, there's no... And Hive Mm. was an hour of setup before the action began. In true JRPG style. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was was fine, you know, that was... um, Anyway, it's not about that, but... Yeah, when I was talking to him, I realised that that's something I really like. Like, maybe it's because I'm more time-pressed for games now, but when I jump in, I like being able to get into the action Mm. and then, you know, wind it back a bit and then chuck in in the whole story and that sort of stuff. No, I definitely hate that hour of prep idea in games as well, Mm. but I don't think that Firewatch... Like, it was like a 10-minute intro and it was really scene-setting. And I don't know if in Well, Firewatch was a different type of game, though, as oh, well. Yeah. Like, mm. I didn't play Firewatch. I played Firewatch for the experience of enjoying that yeah. world. An isometric RPG, I'd be playing for statistical combat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's... I probably wouldn't care about the story. Yeah. That I can't five... even remember the story wasn't Divinity... Uh, Divi- Divinity Original Sin. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Divinity Original Sin. Yeah. yeah. I think well, it had a story. Got a anyway, got a bit of that. But basically, that five, ten minutes, you just put into sort of choosing whether or not you were present at this battle... Or if you did mm-hmm. indeed like kill these villagers or whatever. So your morality is kind of... Yeah, shown. but just that five, ten minutes you put into it is just so good for game immersion. Because mm. as you then start playing the game... You're like, oh, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> an NPC is like, oh, I hate you. You totally enslaved my, you know, my whole people. And you're like, oh, yeah, whoops, yeah, whoops, I, did, I, did, I, did do I did do that. And that is nice that you have ownership <laughs> over that. Yeah. Because I hate <laughs> in games... You enslaved all my people, I am, whoops, sorry. <laughs> I my hate, bad. I hate yeah. when it's like 
somebody accuses you of something in the mm. game and then you get the whole diatribe flashback of mm. like, oh, it's like, I didn't make uh, that decision. That was yeah. Yeah. But I'm emotionally connected to yeah. the yeah. sort of choices that happen in this game. And the oh, whole cool. game so is about that. Is the combat similar to Pillars? Or oh yeah, exactly the, same. exactly the exactly, same. Exactly the same sort of style as Pillars of Eternity. Mm. And what are your powers as a Fate Binder? Right, so the Fate Binder... If it's is, not a spoiler. No, I'll try and I'll try and uh, be gentle. Um, <laughs> so you have the three main um, sort of fighter, uh, thiefy, mage kind of archetypes. Yeah. Um, but it's a classless system, so you can be you can just put points into dual wield weapon Sweet. skills. You can put points into shock magic, which is electricity, mm. lightning, that sort of thing. So you can really just develop your character the way you want. Ultimately, I think it's bad to be a jack of all trades, master of none. Oh, yeah. You kind of gimp yourself a bit, mm. but for role playing, it's great. You can do whatever the hell you want, and that's fine. Um, yeah, but the combat is just like more amped up than Pillars of Eternity. Like it's, more it's, it's more flashy. Or? No, it's just oh, really? you can have combo moves with other characters. Oh, so oh, it's cool. like this rogue, uh, dual wielding um, girl who just who loves battle, and you do this cool leg sweep, and then just like punch mm. him in the face on the ground kind of move <laughs> that's pretty freaking oh, cool wow. like, yeah. something that I did like yearn for in Pillars of Eternity is I made the mistake I made a chanter character and then you get a chanter in your party really early and I loved having two of them they're quite utility but they can also be kind of powerful but mm. I wished that they could chant together because I was like it yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense yeah. for you Why guys to both? be chanting yeah. <laughs> like out of harmony so you actually made them the same the same race too those fish uh, yeah. shark people <laughs> I like that it was pretty funny yeah but um, the Fate Binder itself, there are sort of cool mystical things that do develop with that character. Can't give away too much. I'm actually on the cusp of learning what is actually oh, special about the, these Fate Binders. But aside okay, from, so you don't know at the start. It's just it's assumed knowledge, or it's just you're just this person from like person? the high courts of um, justice and whatnot. Are you like a heretic hunter and like the? Um, 40k so it's basically the whole world is very high fantasy mm. and there are individuals in this world who are called archons and they've got incredible latent magic power and mm. that sort of thing but they weren't born with it maybe they just did stuff in life that sort of just made it awaken kind of mm. thing and this evil empire I think it was it Kairos it's called um, just has all of these archons on their side, pretty mm. much, and they're just, just they're just kicking ass in war and all that sort of stuff. And you're a, like a judge court kind of person of the justice archon, so you're just making all of these like big Force. decisions <laughs> o- yeah, all, all over. It's just like, yep, you go read that spell, which will just devastate an entire <laughs> city. Just do it, and you just you just do it. You just read it. And everyone's like, whoa. Okay. Shit. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Kind so of you, scared to play this. Now. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty full on, but uh, yeah. Does it make you sad? Like when you have oh, to do no, things in the game? Like <laughs> no, no, no. I like it quickly. Yeah. You said that. No, no, no. Not I, at I all. Do you it's get like, a moral awesome. choice yeah. in the game? Yeah, yeah. It's always a moral choice in this okay, game. So you can choose not to kill the children. You feel fine yeah. until it's like you'll see, you know, this old man just like. So, no, I'm not leaving my village kind of thing. And you're like, oh, oh, no, what have I done sort of thing. I'm not, I'm not leaving this village. Like, I lived here and everything. It's like, you got to go. I'm sorry, you got to go. And you just, like, you feel like, you know, a bad guy and everything. But then you go into his house and you realize he's been, like, hiding iron 
shipments and you're like, oh no, actually, it's fine. Just kill them all. Yeah. And you, you can just be like, no, yeah. just just kill them all. Or you oh, just wow. let someone like... Are there many impacts of those decisions? Oh yeah, yeah. It just, it just keeps coming up. Just, <laughs> so lots of just consequences. To, yeah. So the whole game is just this beautiful web where it's just really well connected. I don't think it's a long game. I haven't finished it yet, but mm-hmm. I get the feeling it's not a really long game. How but many hours are you in? I'm only maybe like five, ten hours okay, in. Okay, and you're sort of at the cusp of finding out what you're... Yeah, Actually, but I feel I'm like sorry, yeah. it's got really good replay. Oh yeah, to it. well those sorts of isometric games, you know, you're yeah. usually there for strategy or story, mm. mostly strategy and like... Well, damn it, I hope it's cheap, because you've convinced me I want to play it now. <laughs> well, it's probably, you probably get it on GOG. <coughs> well, GOG have um, um, their Black Friday or Thanksgiving yeah, sale or something. They've got 20 to 50% off everything, so... Yeah, I just realised. Yeah. As soon as, soon as I said GOG, I was like, ah, oh, crap, is it like, I'm not allowed to talk about... Um, a seller. You can talk stuff. about, dude, it's, okay. it's as casual as anything. You can talk about whatever you want. Mm. <laughs> Alright, last game is Monstrous, which is actually a game I played at PAX. Have you guys Ooh. played it before? I haven't. No, so it was being pretty heavily promoted by the Good Game Store, Shop, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Um, and it looked different, like it was a, it, it's a game that uses agility rather than strict strategy. And I thought, oh, that could be interesting. So, Is it the player's agility? Yeah, the player's agility. Oh, cool. oh the player's it's like, agility. Um, I don't know if you saw, there was another game there. A lot of people were playing it where you flipped over a card and it would do a shape and you had all these plastic objects on the playing yeah. field and they had a, a headband <laughs> with a little hook dangling down. And you down. actually had and to like had use to, yeah. your head oh, to move your head, <laughs> hook it. It was piece, so funny. And, yeah. <laughs> it was I really so want that funny. game. That'd be oh, great to watch. We, we really game. enjoyed it. Uh, block, block, block up or something. Or something, yeah. yeah. Mm. We really enjoyed it, but then we were playing oh, uh, Pandemic uh, mm. Contagion. And these uh, well-endowed ladies came with that game and sat down <laughs> to our right. And they started oh. playing, oh. and the crowd that built up <laughs> was astounding. What a and PAX it, moment. <laughs> it was so annoying. Gross. And then they had that one creepy guy that was trying not to be creepy. You know, said, oh, what can I join you guys and, and play, you know, oh. doing the whole... Because, of course, PAX is all about, you See, know, I've do you need another person? have never had an experience oh, yeah. that's been weird. Creepy. It wasn't creepy. It, it was creepy when you looked around but it wasn't <laughs> i don't think the dude was trying to be creepy yeah. and the girls didn't seem like they were creeped out but right. anyway, okay, well, that's not great. about that game so, but it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> so it's that sort of thing where agility is is part of the game so i thought mm-hmm. All right, i'll give it a shot so the way it works is you've got <clears throat> five city cards which you place on the mm-hmm. table one is in the center and two at each corner if you imagine mm-hmm. are placed mm-hmm. on diagonals so you've sort of got this you know, the four corners of a square, there are cards and there's one right in the centre. Mm. And those cards have a, a, a condition on them. When hit, do blah, blah, blah. Yep. Each player has um, a collection of monsters um, and you draw three monsters in your hand. The cards are double-sided. And then what you do is you have to stand back and you, have, you take it in turns, you pick one of your monster cards and you flick it without letting your hand go over the table. You have to flick it like frisbee it. Oh, like when you're throwing cards in a hat. Yeah, <laughs> but it has to land on the table and then where it lands determine the impact. So you That's are hilarious. gods yeah. throwing down your monsters <laughs> into the cities of the world, right? Your awesome. angry gods yeah. or um, competing gods, I suppose. Mm. So 
if you throw down... So on one side of the card it has, um, I think it was two instructions. When hit, which is when another monster lands on top of you. Yep. And whatever if the opposite lands, is, when or... you land on top yeah. of something else. Sure. So you might have, you earn um, these little flame tokens, which I sent, I, th- I think were faith. So it's the faith of the oh, populace right. and the gods. Okay. So, so it's like you're doing these miracle things on the landscape and then people are like, holy shit, we better yeah, respect Yeah, oh this shit, one. that dude does exist. Yeah, Let's yeah. worship. And he's so angry. He's oh, <laughs> fucking cyclopses cool. down yeah. to destroy <laughs> Athens, right? Um, awesome. But on the flip side of the card, there are different instructions. So uh, one of them, I think it was the Pegasus. If it lands on the one side, if it hits no cities... You get to draw fate and re-pick a monster and do all this extra bonus stuff. Mm. And I planned to do that, but as I threw it, it flipped and it landed <laughs> on the wrong side out in the middle of nowhere and I ended up getting nothing. So how frustrating is the throwing huh. aspect of it? Because that it, sounds like it could be infuriating. I think it depends on the size of the table that you've got, to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. we, had, we had a pretty normal-sized mm. table, so there was probably about 20 centimetres from the edge of the board to the table. And we played a two-player game. Okay. Um, so quite so the, small. the point was that we could throw it and you weren't... Because you, you're trying to land a card on top of other small cards, on yeah. top of other monsters. Are they just normal standard, like, deck They're of like cards? tarot sides cards from okay, Fantasy Flight. Okay, so they're slightly Flight. bigger. Yeah, slightly yeah. bigger, like uh, three, three or four size normal... times the size of normal playing cards. Cool. I guess. Yeah. So the card um, has to flip up, like... Well, right. it's double-sided. So oh, okay. There's one Something set of, happens Yeah, there's yeah. one set of instructions right, on right. one side and one on the other. And each monster is different. Mm. And each god has a different set of monsters with mm. which I can play. And there are some standard ones for both. And See, yeah. that sounds awesome. Because, like, a game that I really like, it's it has lots of names. It's just called, like, Spit <laughs> or Speed. It is a game of many names. Yeah. You know? Do you know Speed or Spit? It's like um, you Spit. play it with a normal deck of cards. And mm-hmm. you split the deck in half. And you both... You're basically trying to get rid of your cards faster than the other person. Mm. And then you play again and again. Yeah, it's like a schoolyard game. But what I love about that game is that your physical agility actually comes into it. Because if Mm. you're like standing over them and moving your cards faster, you've got a better chance of getting rid of your cards first. Mm. Once you get rid of your cards, you have to slap whichever deck in the middle two that you've been putting the cards into, like kind of Uno style to um, take that and then you keep oh, going until right. you and have no cards. So you want to get the smaller deck so yes. that you... Yeah. Yes, and so the getting up and slapping game. stuff is like, it becomes a part of the game. Yeah. And I love yeah. that physical element that is just absent mm. from basically all tabletop games that we regularly play. Well, that's why I tried Monstrous, because I was like, mm. well, this actually introduces something different, mm. right? Yeah. And, and the way you position... And it was quite interesting. At the start of the game, we're a bit... Uh, this is... A bit hit and miss, mm. and no pun intended. Literally. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we're sort of like, uh, we're not sure if we'll like it, because we played a few games that weekend, and some of them were like, yeah, this really isn't yeah. a game for us. Um, but by the end of the game, I was really keen to give it another shot, because mm. we'd, we'd figured out the mechanics. We knew what the monsters did, how mm. the, you know, oh, okay, so when I land on there, I get this, and at the end of the game, mm. you get bonus faith, depending on how many monsters... And sometimes you can not even land on a city, but you land on this chain of monsters and, yeah, there are it's all cool. these adverse effects and stuff. So it's really you, quite clever. Do you think it would be fun to play with kids or would it be too chaotic? My kids or other people's kids? 
let's say kids who are old enough to read and play the game. So, yeah, your kids. Uh, my kids I wouldn't play it with, but that's probably my kids. I reckon anyone over eight... Because you'd need to, they need to have the, the dexterity, I suppose, mm. to be able to throw right. a card. If they were short, they'd just, they'd just like, be this Ugh. massive... <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, Lachlan, right? He's five or six. Yeah. And he would just throw the crap out of that card and then laugh when it's yeah, yeah. hitting someone in the yeah, face. Yeah, this is what I mean. Yeah. Like, I guess you yeah. need a certain maturity to... Yeah, yeah, to exactly. care about the strategy. Mm. But he would probably get frustrated because it's quite, it's quite difficult to... It's not super difficult that it's annoying... But it'd be super difficult for someone who didn't have, who couldn't flip cards and make them land yeah. roughly yeah. around the hat, right? Mm. And good. young kids, I'd imagine, would throw cards at a hat and they'd be landing, you know, in Pretty the kitchen wild. three rooms away. <laughs> Just, yeah. Hit the dog, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds cool. Um, how mm. long does the, a game of it usually last? Is it until you throw all your cards or? Ah, uh, when did it end? I think it ends when one player is out of cards. Mm. So there are things that will lock cards, prevent you from drawing a new card at the end uh, of your turn. Right. Uh, cards can die and then they go into this underworld, which gets uh, subtracted Ooh, from your cool. score. Yeah. yeah, it's nothing other than you put it under your your thing. I'm not sure but if there's a mechanic like cool. Yeah, yeah, it was clever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's just when one player one player's draw deck runs out and they can't. Mm. They can't play anymore, then you play another yeah. round or something. Yeah. I can't really remember. It's all good. So all these gods and monsters, is it kind of like a, a Greek-Roman pantheon kind of style? Well, it was or? all that. It was Athens and, and yeah. all those cities. But I love the idea. Like, I really love when in a tabletop game, hmm. the mechanics of the game work well with the theme. And the right. idea of standing here, That's throwing your cards so at a table yeah. where your gods throwing titans <laughs> yeah. down at the world yeah. right it, it's proper kind of yeah. evil malicious gods yeah that. I love it when the theme comes in you know we yeah. found ourselves by the end of it we were you know Cackling. cursing each other and like voices <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah yeah you know how that, it goes well, yeah. yeah it's like those games that manage to incorporate something of role play into them even mm. if it's small like yeah. I really enjoy that like that's why Drinking Quest is so good because even though it's a light RPG with not that many rules and you don't really make your own character you take one from the table at least in the yeah. in the um, you, trilogy you edition. make it sort of you roll yeah. up in character but like mm. just there's something about the flavour of it that just gets mm. you standing up yeah. and like pretending to be whatever stupid yeah, hero you're all the cards are so ridiculous the right so it's, good. <laughs> yeah it's it's laughing at every rpg you've ever yeah. you've ever so you got the puns for drinking but at the mm. same point it's Every He's trope. obviously got it's an understanding like... of all the tropes and just oh, takes yeah. a piss out of all of them. Yeah, yeah it was that one card it's... I played. It was like a jerk barbarian. And his whole... He's, he's, <laughs> he's the main his, character. Yeah, his whole skill was just to make someone else drink. That's yep. it. it wasn't practical for the game or winning or something. No. Just just making someone else drink. Well, maybe it was. Maybe that is a, maybe that is a strap. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like a drinking game that is a game first and a get mm. drunk second. Mm. Anyway, speaking of getting drunk... <laughs> that is the end of the episode. What did you guys think of uh, uh, Urban Crusaders Crusader. Double Hock Lager made in extra gravity? Well, I'm almost <laughs> two bottles ta- down. Did you taste so the gravity? I didn't taste the gravity. <laughs> it tasted so gravity. But I, I guess I was uh, drawn towards it. Whoa. Um, but <laughs> no, no. For me, honestly, I was just drinking it. Yeah. And it's very uh, you were meant to drink it. Yeah. But if I if I didn't like it, I would have stopped at the first bottle. Yeah, no. Sometimes when I have lager, it's so bitter that I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's too bracing. Mm. Um, but this is very, it's quite smooth mm. for me. So that's like. A, I found the same. It's a very, yeah. 
very lagery lager, which you'd expect. It's sort of got. You'd expect it is that a lager. It's a little bit fruity and bitter. Mm, it's a bit but bitter. But it's not. It's not horribly bitter. I, I can't decide if it's a, like a three or a four. I think it's a little bit weaker than a standard beer as well. Yeah, it, it does taste be, weak. It might be a little bit. That's why uh, I thought it did taste. Right, it tastes a little bit fruitier as opposed to weak. What's the strength of this? One point two standard, two. about four percent ish. That's in Australian okay. terms. <laughs> um, well, what's your what's it's an your Australian podcast? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, people thought we were from America, anyway. Um, what like South Africa or England or something? No, no, no. <laughs> just because um, the website looks. American, I guess. People thought the website was American, huh. but obviously our voices give us away. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'd hope so. Yeah, definitely, definitely <coughs> that. It's a bit more bitter than some of the other stuff we've had, but for a lager, I think it works really well. Mm. So what are your scores out of five? Danny? I'll give it a 3.5. Oh, can we do that? Oh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> dead set. It's, you, can, you can't have half a star. <laughs> Sure you could. <laughs> I'm also give it a 3.5.4.7 if you want. Oh, well, then I would be a 3.65. Oh! Yeah. Uh, just have to one up there. <laughs> um, and, and you, Dave? I'm going to give it a 3 because it's, it's nice and I will drink it anytime I'll give it yeah, one, but yeah. I, I don't know that I would go seek and... Seek it out. Seek it out. I mean, look, it's... What is it? It's got it's pretty, pretty standard art. price. It's about... <laughs> At the cardboard that these six packs is come not in recommended. Shit house. <laughs> shit house. That is why we are down some because um, oh, yeah. out on the pavement out the front of Amelia's house. <laughs> yeah, the cardboard was terrible. It's that horrible. Um, you know how the some like Asahi come in a nice carry case. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Quite so solid. So this, yeah. this was that wraparound one with the two finger holes in the top. Oh, I never trust oh. those. No. Well, I don't normally either, but I had to carry some one to Final Fantasy cards. Oh. And a, yeah. So anyway. basically everything is Danny's fault. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, it is Danny. Danny's fault. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, if you've got any feedback, you can contact us at podcast at another dungeon.com. We're on Facebook at another dungeon, Twitter at another dungeon, YouTube, Google are still pricks, so you have to go to anotherdungeon.com forward slash YouTube. You can go to anotherdungeon.com for all our written articles, links to our Ooh. videos, our podcasts. Right. Yes, Amelia is one of our um, right. frequent writers. I'm a premier She's writer. a good writer and, a, and, our, <laughs> and our editor too. Well, yeah. Double hat. Mm, so many hats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you podca- now you can add podcasting and beer drinking to the... Uh, Right, we're going to need to get you white business cards. To the hat stand. Anyway. (laughs) Um, What else? What have I done? Uh, We are part of the Podbros podcast network, and we are hosted on Wooshka. I think that's everything. Does that sound right? Sounds pretty good. Thank you very much, Dave. That was fun. Thank you for listening, guys. Speak to you later. Bye. See ya. Bye. Awesome. Shit. Awesome. Shit. Oh, my God. Shit. Oh, my God. Shit. Oh my god. Shit. Oh my god. Shit. There's a strong narrative going on here. I'm one of those bits.